never heard of these guys, but I like it. They're Canadian. Oh, really? From uh, Edmonton, yeah. Cool. Purity I, ring. I like that. What, are they, what, are, what is that again? No, that's not what stands out to me. It's the... Oh, like that synth, that yeah. bass sub. Yeah. I love that. With like a, a mod wheel kind of making that whoop, 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 whoop sound Yes. There, it, it's interesting. She's very um, nursery rhyming in her vocal patterns. Mm-hmm. And then it has this interesting electronic kind of pop music. How do you discover her? Just on a playlist somewhere? On a playlist, yeah, yeah. Um, I think these guys won an award or something like that in Canada or Juno or something. Oh, yeah? Um, Anyone can win a Juno. <laughs> <laughs> not I'm if you're Drake. Uh, That's right. Drake day. will get passed over. <laughs> Even the year he's hosting, they won't give him best rap album, but they'll give it to... Shad instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's the best. That's like the greatest moment in Juno history. <laughs> that and when they were trying to get the tragically hip to shut up, like they were almost trying to play them out. I think. Really, I don't remember and, that. And move it along when they were. They were thanking, thanking in, too many people. Well, they were being <laughs> inducted into like the Hall of Fame or something. Oh, okay. And, and not the whole man was there, uh, but. I mean, I don't know if Gord Downey, had he passed away at that point or was he just ill? I forget. But anyway, I just remember him saying like, hey, stop trying to play us out. (laughs) This is called Lofty Cries. Anyway, you know, I thought of you, Bundus, because I was cleaning my wife's car yesterday and um, I went to the back seat and I just saw the state of the back seat. Uh And and my wife's car hadn't really (laughs) been cleaned since the winter. And my favorite thing when you have a kid, it's not really my favorite thing, but like what's so textbook is seeing their footprint <laughs> on the back of you, of your seat, mm. you know, the driver's yeah, yeah, yeah. seat or the front passenger seat. You see the, they're actually, you can, you, if it was a crime scene, it would be the perfect imprint <laughs> of their feet because they're just, they don't give a single fuck about your car. <laughs> there's like food, there's all oh kinds of stuff. And I thought to myself, what will Bundus do if he ever has a kid and like... They destroy the backseat. And he's got a car he's proud of that has a backseat. I know the vet, you wouldn't really be able to have kids yeah. in the back of that. But, you know, if, assuming you have kids, you, you might even get rid of the vet or have another car that you're proud of. How you'd handle that situation. That would drive you nuts. Yeah, it would annoy the hell out of me. Um... I, I, if it was a car I didn't really care about, like my vibe, it wouldn't bother me at all. Like I throw stuff in the backseat sometimes, but you know, if I was to buy like, you know, some brand new SUV, um, yeah. or like a, like a Mercedes or a BMW or something like that. Yeah. I would, I would have a real problem with my kid. <laughs> yeah. I would have to take their shoes off, you know, every time we got into the car. Yeah. So. My in-laws got like a really nice car, Mercedes, and they take my daughter around a lot and yeah. they insist that the shoes come off. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. time, yeah. So, because she wants to kick the back seat, she wants to put her feet up there. She's like, "Can you smell anything?" Oh my god! <laughs> and it's her toes, and they're so cute. But yeah, it's like, ugh. Yeah. If you just clean the car. It's super annoying. And my daughter has like butter fingers, big time. Everything I hand to her, she drops every single thing. Bottle of water on the ground, crackers everywhere. It's just destroyed. The back seat is destroyed. Yeah. 
And at a certain point, you just let it go because you're like, fuck it. I can't keep cleaning this every no, day. No, you keep cleaning it is what you have to <laughs> no, do no, and no. building up resentment. And it's the same thing, <laughs> by the way, with your house. And if you have like a nice couch set or a nice anything, like yeah. it's going to get trashed. I was thinking about you and your lawn because you took such great care of your lawn when you lived in London. Yeah. And uh, you, it would drive you nuts when your daughters would even walk on it. Yeah, if they were playing around and like matting it all up, if it was, especially if it was dry, it wouldn't really bother me. It would be if it was damp oh. and it hadn't quite, because uh, the drainage was bad in my backyard. Mm-hmm. It'd literally sink into it and I'd be like, oh no, <laughs> let's go to the park and play there instead. It's just the definition of insanity to like let that stuff bother you so much, you know? Let it go. I mean, it wouldn't bother me to the point of uh, where I was like putting my kids up for adoption or anything. I didn't take it that seriously. But this idea like, you know, you can have the perfect something going on and just how kids will crush it Mm -hmm. no matter what. You know, like... um, You used to make love to your mom's couch in the basement. I mean, you were there. You were a kid once. Wait, who said that? What? Didn't you used to put the cushions together and it would look like a bum? No, I I joked that I... (laughs) What? What? I thought you really did. No, no. I thought you humped the couch. No, I was saying we used to, at this one workplace we had, they had these big leather couches and the cushions we used to push together and pretend they were like a butt. I thought you were in a kid, you guys. We'd pretend we were humping it. Oh, my God. I thought you really humped your mom's couch in the basement. I'm like, oh, your poor mom. Uh, kids will do that. Don't get me wrong. But uh, no, that wasn't my move. Oh, okay. I wasn't a couch humper. But, you know, I, it, I think it probably it was, comes up once in I'm a while. I'm sure kids do it. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> I thought that was you, man. Yeah. I think it was based on like a funny, you know, scenario. Like we used to joke. Yeah. Maybe that's why you thought. It happened. Maybe. I had a friend. <laughs> I know, honestly. I it was, I can tell I'm, you the workplace. I don't want to say it. Wait, but. so you as a grown adult yeah. used to hump a cow? No, it, we would joke. <laughs> you know, it like, looked like a bum. Like I've gone up to friends and just as a joke just started humping them. Like I'm so sure. happy to see you. Like yes. it would be a scenario like that. I'd go up to the couch and I'd be like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh baby. You know, the kind of thing that you probably couldn't do today in a right. workplace without like yeah. getting a note from HR. Uh, we're going to need you to stop humping the leather couches in the lounge area, please. I had no idea that that, way, that you were a grown adult. Yeah. Doing that. That's funny. I was probably 30. Yeah. It was like a joke. It was a bit. It was a joke. Yeah. It was a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where that came from. Gotcha. Yeah. Didn't really happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if it, you know, if you have a nice leather couch and you have a kid, they're going to rip it. Actually, leather is actually ideal, ideal. for kids because you can wipe that clean. You can wipe that down. As Not, as... You don't want the micro suede, friends. Oh, yeah. I hate micro suede. You can see the bum imprint. Yeah. Of anyone who sits on a micro suede couch. I will not buy micro suede ever again. Yeah. It's funny how kids can just crush the vibe of uh, of things, too, when you think about it. Like, um, I, don't get me wrong. I don't regret having children. I love them. It's been a fun experience. I look forward to the years ahead. Mm-hmm. But I can think back to moments. And just knowing where Bundus is in his life and how... When you have a moment as a parent that is perfect, everything's going great, how a kid can ruin that moment in less than 30 seconds. You can be in paradise having the best day, and a minute later, you want to leave. Like, it's over. Mm. Everything ends. 
My wife and I were on our boat once, and my dad and stepmom had our kids for a couple of days, and we were just having the best weekend. It was the <laughs> nicest weather. We were anchored in the nicest bay. There yeah. was like only two other boats. One of them was my brother's boat, and then another uh, boat where we knew the people. Oh, nice. It was great. Kids came back from their visit with grandpa and nana, and everything was great. And then it was bedtime, and then something happened. The kids weren't listening, and I, we had to take away the iPad. And it went from being the most blissful, best, ideal place on the planet to an hour later, we were like, we're going home! Because <laughs> we had, had like an hour of hell. Oh, my Because God. they just crushed the vibe. Right. But what's the just lesson? This out. always makes me think, what is the lesson? The lesson is that people who are having kids, you have to be okay with the fact that you could be in paradise and the vibe will get crushed instantly. Like, you just have to know that's going to happen. You have to go into it knowing that there's going to be good times and bad. Yeah. And I, highs I, and lows for sure. It drives me crazy when you're on Facebook and all you see is like, oh, another um, day where my kid was telling me how much they loved me and I couldn't get enough. And it's like, oh yeah, why don't you tell the story about how you were in driving in your car, having a great <laughs> drive, and then they started throwing a tantrum because they didn't like the music you were playing. Right. And it went from being the best moment to the worst moment in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. There's not many people that can crush a vibe that quickly, but kids find a way to do it. You're also crushable. You're letting yourself be crushed. Yeah. Oh, that is so, it's so easy to say that. There's no way. I mean, it's hard. It's, I'm not saying it's easy, but like you decide, we all decide how we are affected by things that happen in our life. Yeah. I mean, you could still inflict the rules in that situation and decide that I'm not going to let you uh, ruin my vibe. I'm going to be Zen in this moment. Yeah. You know, you can't, sometimes you can't get past that. I know. You really hard. I mean, you, the patience it requires is very difficult. Tell me in the last month, you haven't had a time where you're just like, your vibe was getting crushed as much as you wanted to have it just float away and not bother you. I, I raised my voice last night and I hate doing that, but sometimes it happens. And sometimes I feel like it has to happen, you know? Like it's my job yeah. to show her what's right and wrong. That's right. And I have to raise my voice sometimes because she's not listening to me. Yeah, you have to implement measures in Rules. order to handle situations. I said, you know what? If this yeah. continues, I'm going to take away the Easter candy one at a time. You just lost one of the eggs. And you know what? It worked. You know what we used to do? What? Because we have like a, it's still kind of in effect, candy Fridays. Mm -hmm. We want like, you know, to limit candy to one day a week where you're just sort of like drinking, you know, like, oh, well, (laughs) shouldn't drink during the week, but you know, we're going to give you a weekend. Yeah. Well, we have candy Fridays and it used to be that we'd give our kids like $2.50 to go to the store and buy whatever they could for that, which, uh, you know, was pretty good for a kid. Yeah. And, um. But what what I started to do was fill up these shot glasses with quarters, mm-hmm. and they'd start the week with two fifty. Okay. And as they pissed me off through the week, <laughs> I would take money out of it in front of them. Oh and that was like God. real, like that affected them. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh yeah, you're not going to listen. You just lost a quarter. And then like, you know, yeah. then they'd get a dollar seventy five on the Friday because they lost three quarters during the week. That's tangible. That's a tangible thing. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Consequences to the actions yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. But still, 
in that moment, it fucking sucks. I don't want to be crushing their vibe mm-hmm. because they're crushing mine. Like, I, I, why, why in that moment when you raised your voice last night were you not like? Because she doesn't matter. She's still, then. she's still cute. Like she's been coming down the stairs after I put her to bed a lot, and I only have like thirty minutes before I go to bed after yeah. she goes to bed. That's all I have. So I explained that to her first. I'm like, listen, I'm going to bed in 30 yeah, minutes. Give a fuck You've about had that. the TV the whole time. It's my turn to watch the TV. She didn't give a fuck about it, as yeah. you said. She kept getting up out of bed. So then finally, my time was up. I didn't get to watch a show. So I marched upstairs and I said, the Easter candy thing. I'm like, listen, you just lost an egg. And you're going to lose an egg every time that you don't, you don't go to bed. Why didn't you just go, I'm Zen, and it doesn't matter if she comes down and ruins my final show. <laughs> you know, that, that, my point is sometimes you can't let it roll off. I know. You have to handle the situation. Oh, you can't, but it when is... When a kid isn't listening and I take away an iPad, I have to deal with now that I'm also making my life hell at the same yeah, time. Yeah, because she's going to lose it. Yeah, and they, she might lose it for an hour, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the age. Mm-hmm. When they yeah. lose the device. Yes. I want to give it back. It's easier to listening. let them keep it. Yeah. It's easier to just let them keep the iPad. You can see why some kids are absolute assholes because the parents just don't want to deal with the situation because it's easier to just give them shit food or give them the device <laughs> mm-hmm. or give them what they want all the time, right? Yeah, no, you're right. But they do do cute stuff. Oh, like, yeah. Again, up at the I cabin, don't regret having kids. <laughs> Harvest has been, um, she calls crows cocks. Like, I don't know how it started, but she just started calling crows cocks. And she says the most adorable things like, oh, look at all the cocks. Oh, I see a little <laughs> cock. Look at this little cock. Mommy, what are the cocks saying? <laughs> and, you know, you have these moments where you're dying laughing because they're so cute and funny. And then they have the 180 where they drive you absolutely insane. I hear a cock. I'm like, Where? Where's the cock? <laughs> so you you uh, you fan the flames on that one, right? <laughs> a You're not bit. like harvest. It's crow, no, no. not cock. No, no. I let her say, call them cock. I've been calling them cocks too. Yeah. <laughs> it's too good. It's too That's good. That's pretty funny, right? Yeah. I find I'm the best parent when I just like, all right. It's not about me. It's about them. I'm going to get on the ground and play with her. You know, mm. it's when I try to sit back and have a beer and say, don't bother me, that it becomes a problem. Yeah. Because they just want all of your attention and all of your time, you know? But hey, I chose to get pregnant, didn't I? Sure did. Uh, yeah, I just, I think, of, uh, like, you know, just cleaning that car. I was like, <laughs> what would Bundus do if this was his car? My wife's got a nice car. Yeah. Maybe you know? Bundus will have like a new set of rules, like for the car with your kids. You'll maybe that's what you'll be really strict about. Maybe. Nah, you just have to be able to throw some of that stuff out. You have to be willing to just like crush the vibe, let the vibe get crushed, or don't have. You know what? I like. I feel like there's a real stigma for people who don't want to have kids. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're there married, is. you know, yeah. you, you find a married couple and why? they don't have kids. Oh, why don't you why? have kids? Why don't you? Know? Which is like the worst question to ask someone because you don't know why they don't, and mm-hmm. it's none of your business unless they volunteer it. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, I totally respect people who just want to live their life for them <laughs> yeah. and just be like, I'm gonna. I don't want the vibe to be crushed ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if it's gonna happen, it's gonna be my significant other. It's not gonna be some three year old yeah. ruining the moment. In 30 seconds or less. Yeah. Yeah. It is amazing, though. I just think about how big my heart got in that moment that she came into the world and how epic that was, you know, and how epic it was to be pregnant. I 
fucking loved being pregnant. I felt like a goddess. I felt yeah. like a fucking goddess. Most of uh, <laughs> mo- a lot of my friends had kids shortly after I had kids, and uh, so our kids are similar age. And we have this one uh, couple friend, like friends, like lifelong friends. They're a couple, um, and they uh, they didn't adopt. They had a surrogate baby. Oh yeah. But they just did this. Their baby's like just over a year old. Yeah. And so they were two guys. They were married, Mm -hmm. double income, no kids, living the dream (laughs) as far as we could see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my kids, like, I don't know, at 12 and uh, 11 and 13 at the point. And these guys are your age? Yeah. Actually, a year older. Oh, boy. And so they say to us, oh, yeah, we're going to try and have a kid. And maybe this started a few years before they actually had their kid. So whatever. And all of us, we were all like, why? You're living the dream. We're seeing your life. We're seeing like how great it is. What? You're just go- You're going to go to Europe for a week on a vacation? Yeah. Amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, all that. But again, you see the world through your lens and then like mm. you don't know what it's like to live. You know, maybe if I didn't have kids and again, I don't regret having them. I enjoy having them and I look forward to the years ahead. But maybe if I didn't have kids, I... Um, my desire to have them would be even more by this age because I would get bored of being able to travel yeah. whenever I want and I come home kids, whenever I want. I had kids like a, a little later in life, I guess you would say, like later than you did um, in life. And I remember feeling like on Saturday mornings, like what am I doing with myself? You know, I'd go to like the coffee shop with Maddie and we'd sit there and we'd, uh, have, we'd wake and bake. And then I'd be reading the paper and the, the stories in the paper would move me to tears. So I'd be crying at the coffee shop. I'm like, ah, I should have a kid, you know, like, what am I doing with myself? <laughs> Although I did have a great time on those weekends. They were fun. Yeah. And they come back. The wake and bake mornings? Well, no, mornings <laughs> where you can do whatever you want. Right. My kids are 12 and 14. So it's just a window of time. You know, now it's pretty hard for them to crush the vibe unless they're fighting with each other. Mm. But one-on-one time, it's, you know, very rarely would it turn bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in the thick of it, man. 6.45, opens the door. Surprise! Yeah, that doesn't happen to me. (laughs) Now we will open their door (laughs) at 10 in the morning and be like, surprise! Get the fuck out of bed! (laughs) No, we don't, you know, yeah. I mean, now we you get that freedom back. Nice. But it's like... 10 years or a little less than that maybe eight years of like woof yeah heavy lifting yes i'm in it right now you're in it i kind of you know what also happens when you have kids is that you want everyone else to have kids too so they can be in the same war you're fighting you know what i mean i don't know i like bundus not having kids right now because again we get to live through his life yeah. yeah, guys, my life is uh, a lot more zen in comparison to yours. <laughs> <laughs> he gets to discover artists from Edmonton. Right? Back to Purity Ring. Lofty cries. Thanks for pointing us in the this song's direction, Bundus. Check out Obadir, too. Kind of got like a Drake vibe to it. Ooh, I will. Kind of like the same electro vibe, but it's ripping off a Drake melody. Like ripping off, like sampling it for real, or just really close? Yeah, it's like really close. Okay, gotcha. All right, we'll talk to you soon.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.